So one of the questions was, how was our experience in comparison to, with, with Elite 8 in comparison to other tax professional services? And I think I'll just kind of turn that over to my husband and what he would think. Being from the military services, um, during the past, I will always use a um, service, online service throughout the military. And one thing I didn't like about it is not able to speak to someone live. And since I've been with Elite 8, having that person live in front of me has been way more. If me and my wife had to recommend Lead 8 to a family and friend, one of the strong attributes would be confidence. As a leader in the United States military, I've always been confident. And my, since my post-retirement, when I'm utilizing a business, I want to make sure they're confident in their answers and their tax preparation. Get behind the shield. Welcome to Boss Talk Radio, the number one online business and entrepreneurial talk show. Brought to you by Elite 8 Tax and Financial Services. Talk Radio, keeping it real, yeah, that's for sure. I said a boss. Talk Radio, here for your needs, we'll crack the code. He the boss. He gon' fix your situation like there ain't no time for wasting. We ain't playing when we sing. He the boss. And if you ever have a problem, he gon' show you how to solve it. Listen in and he'll show you he the boss. Talk Here's your host, the sexy tax expert, George Hendricks. Talk video, if we all need to crack the code, he the boss. What's going on, family? Thank y'all for tuning in. Y'all probably tripping like, why is Big George on live at 9 o'clock at night? This not what he do. We've never seen this. Today is May 17th, and for those of you that don't know, today is the tax filing deadline. If you live in Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, you have another 30 days, and also... Uh, parts of Tennessee as it relates to the previous storm. But the reason y'all see me really past my bedtime, because <laughs> I don't do this, but it's the tax deadline. So we up and we do what we do. But there's a lot of confusion out here in the market. And so I wanted to set some clarity to this situation. So instead of Tax Tips Tuesday, we're coming to you live on a Monday night. So first things first, let's do a little bit of housekeeping. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share the video. If you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, please look up at Lead 8 Tax and Financial slash Boss Talk Radio and subscribe to our channel. But again, share the video because I'm about to clear up some common misconceptions about this whole tax filing thing that I hear way too often, you know, I always tell you guys, well, don't be reactive, be proactive, but there's like just some information out in the public that couldn't be uh, more false. So we're going to deal with a couple of them, uh, three of them right off the top. Uh, the first one, I have three years to file. I'm not even sure where this comes from. I can only assume that this thing the IRS put out about having the three years to file an ext uh, not an extension, a uh, 
to uh, file an amendment somehow got misconstrued or what have you, or that if you have a refund and you don't file within that three-year period, you forfeit your refund. But you do not have three years to file your return. Your return is due when it's due, and the money for the return is due whether you file an extension or not. Now, here's another thing that people kind of get mixed up if they believe they're going to have a, a tax liability is that they'll put off filing, which takes us to number two. I owe, so I'm not going to file. Not filing because you owe or you think you owe, because let's be clear, I've had a lot of people come to me like, oh, I'm going to owe the IRS, and when it's all said and done, they're getting a refund, be it small, large, whatever the case may be. You hire people because you're not the professional, but not filing because you believe you're going to owe does not help your situation. Do you believe that because you owe and you filed later that subsequently your funds were due later? No, that's not the case. Your tax return in normal years pre-COVID was due April the 15th. This year, today, May 17th. If you do not have the funds to pay your tax liability, file anyway. The reason you file anyway is because you don't want to have the additional penalty. There's a, a penalty that amongst us professionals we call FTP. For you guys that are not aware of it, it's called failure to file. This along with not having filed an extension, uh, is just unnecessary money out of your pocket on top of what you may have owed. Plus, whatever you owed, uh, interest started accumulating on that date. So you want to file timely, first and foremost, so you clearly know what you owe. Once you know what you owe is like anything else in life, okay, I have the information, I can make a plan, whether that plan is to enter into an installment agreement, send a little bit now, whatever the case may be, you have options that doesn't compound the money that you owe. So please use the information on the bottom of the screen, one 866 8 don't know if anybody's still there answering the phones right now because we're working hard. You can go to Elite8Financial.com and submit your intake form under schedule intake, and we can still get an extension filed for you today, but time is limited. <laughs> you want to get it going, so let that not be the other reason. And this last one didn't type out, but... There was this other one um, that I, I, I don't quite understand. I don't know where this came from. So I want to set this record straight for anybody that doesn't understand this, as well as my colleagues, tax professionals, because it's kind of ridiculous how common this issue is. Hey, I get it. If you don't want to watch the news, you know, things are kind of uh, bad vibrations, etc. However, 
If you scroll across the news, tax, Twitter, Facebook, whatever the case may be, two things are not a secret. Number one, if you're unemployed and really want a job, the IRS is hiring. They can't fill positions fast enough. So go to irs.gov and apply for a job. That's part one. Part two, the IRS is still processing tax returns from 2019 as it relates to COVID. There are over, I think the last count was, excuse me, the last count was about 27 million backlog returns for 2020. So if you have filed your return and it has been six or seven weeks or so, and you have not gotten your refund, don't think that your tax professional did something wrong or that they're not up to par or they didn't file things correctly or whatever. It's just that the IRS is behind. It is what it is. Here's the part you don't understand. We don't work for the IRS. We work for you. And a lot of y'all don't pay invoices up front. You have your fees taken out of your tax return. So understand that we don't get paid until you get paid in that regard for those of us that do the uh, bank products. What's going on, G-Co? Uh, you know I'm about to give it to him. <laughs> so the thing is, is that you have a resource. In the same time that it takes you to call your tax professional, email them, etc., on tax deadline day, you could just as quickly go to irs.gov, click on where's my refund, enter the pertinent information or whatever, and it's going to give you the status. A lot of you are going to find that the status says in progress. The only time you should be concerned is if you go there and it tells you any other information and or you get a letter in the mail saying that your refund was adjusted for this, or we held your refund for this information. Mario J, thanks for tuning in. Big Beasley, what's going on, Doc? Shout out to your son for the award. Um, you know, this is one of those, once we hit submit, there's only one thing left in our control, whether or not the return was uh, rejected or accepted. If the return is accepted. At that point, until we get any other information from the IRS to the contrary, it's out of our hands. Now, here's another part of that. And I should have saved this for five minutes of fire, but we on the subject or whatever is hot up in here. I'm going to make it do what it do. Some of y'all are bugging the hell out of your tax professionals because what was the old saying? You counted your eggs before they hatch or you put your eggs all in one basket, whatever you want to do. You mismanage your money. You were counting on this refund to do some other things. And these weren't things you had to do. So what happened was the money you had on hand you went ahead and messed that up. You're like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do this concert, do this outfit, take this trip or whatever. My tax refund is coming. And 
<laughs> Uncle Sam's kind of like God on that thing. His time ain't your time. It's going to happen when it's going to happen. So <laughs> don't bug your tax professionals about where your refund is, because at that point, it's truly, it's truly, truly out of their hands. And if you have a tax professional work their salt or whatever, they reviewed the return with you, whatever, made sure everything was everything, all your forms were submitted, asked you questions you may have been uncomfortable with. My number one question I get from clients is, well, nobody's ever asked me for all this information before. Well, maybe nobody's as thorough as me. I'm kind of like coming to me is like going to the gynecologist for finances. I'm going to get up in that thing and I'm going to take a good look. Yeah, I said that. <laughs> so again, you still got a couple hours to get this extension filed. If you have not filed your taxes now, understand this. There's nobody. Uh, well, I won't say nobody. You know, some people on the West Coast probably still, you know, grinding it out or whatever. But there's nobody that really has the time at this particular moment to really go through an entire return and really, you know, break that thing down and make sure they have everything in the time that's left on this evening. But we do still have time to file an extension. So if you need help with that, dial 1-866-235-4838 or go to our website, EliteFinancial.com. Go to uh, services and click on client intake, complete the form. You'll get an email immediately for our portal that'll give you some instructions on how to do the intake and we'll get this taken care of for you. Hey, it might sound funny, but it's the truth. I'm, I'm going to be a truth teller in your circle. That's the problem with a lot of y'all. Y'all don't have a lot of truth tellers in your circle or whatever. Now, here's the other reality. Some of you are sitting there right now and you're thinking, well, mm, no big deal. I'll get a handle tomorrow. At midnight, you have a failure to file penalty. You know, this is one of the most ridiculous penalties that there is in the sense that you have time. Furthermore, and I mentioned this on uh, Boss Motivation earlier today, I'm a numbers guy. So right now, for me, there's some numbers that's not lining up. I'm looking at the unemployment rate. And I'm looking at the number of people that haven't submitted returns. Yes, there's actually a stat that shows us from the IRS the number of taxpayers that should have filed and the ones that haven't. What's going on, Dr. Coffee? Thank you for tuning in. And what I find absolutely amazing is that some of you are at home not doing anything outside of having to have become teachers for the first time or whatever at home, yet this seems to be such a daunting task for you to submit this information. Why is that? You ain't got nothing to do. Like Smoker said, it's Friday. <laughs> you was actually Monday, and you ain't got nothing to do. You should have gotten this in. You had extra time. And for my Texas, Louisiana, Oklahoma folks, y'all, please explain to me how a storm that had a four-day uh, impact that gave you another thirty days why you feel the need to use that 30 days. Like it, it don't take all of that, you know, get your information in, talk to your tax professional, get that extension file. Don't pay that unnecessary penalty because when I see people pay unnecessary penalties, I got to break this down. This is what I equate this situation to. One of my questions, and I'm going to just go ahead and tell you, one of my questions on the intake form is whether or not you have life insurance. And we provide free quotes. 
Some people won't engage that because they premeditatedly think that they cannot afford life insurance. Well, if you handle your normal household finances and your uh, taxes and things of that, the same way you handle your taxes where you're like, mm, I'm going to put it off, kick the can down the road, kick the can down the road, then that means you're probably paying NSF fees and uh, all kind of crazy, just unnecessary fees. Like, I challenge you. I know this is supposed to be tax tips, but I didn't got lit. I should have just went on into, matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead and do that. I'm going to go ahead and set this thing off. Yeah, it, it got a little bit too hot in here to just call this uh, to call this the tax tips or whatever. So we're gonna go ahead and just jump right into that whole five minutes of fire. Change the background, like Kevin Hart say, but fire. <laughs> but yeah, so I challenge you guys if you're tuning in, and if you're just tuning in, do two things for me, uh, three things for me. One, share the video. Uh, to leave your name for uh, StreamYard so that I can shout you out accordingly if you're making a comment because some of you are just coming in as Facebook users. And of course, go to our YouTube channel, Eliting Financial uh, slash Boss Talk Radio and subscribe so you can get this game on a regular basis. But back to what I was saying. If you go back through, and I challenge you guys to do this, uh, everybody within uh, earshot of me, look at your last month's bank statement. Pull it up, print it, download it, whatever you got to do. Pull up your last month's bank statement and look at how many unnecessary fees you've paid out. And I challenge you to prove me wrong as to whether or not it could not cover some at least term life insurance. Now, for those of you that's, you know, financially astute, you check your bank account every morning. And if it's a dollar off, you call in the bank. Shout out to you. That's the way this thing is supposed to be done. You have to be a steward about your money. You have to be intentional about that thing. Hey, Kelly, how you doing? Thanks for tuning in. Uh, hey, I'm surprised to see you on this tax deadline. But, you know, we throw away so much money. and it goes back to this question of choice. And I tell everybody, one of my favorite rap songs, E-40, y'all heard me say it all the time. Everybody's got choices. I choose to get money now. I ain't going to do that to you. But anyway, you know, we have choices about our vices, our disposable income or whatever. Um, we got Dr. Coffee on the line. If you haven't followed her, go ahead and follow her. She gives you the wealth hack like it's nobody's business. But the key part is before you even could get to that level, you got to be intentional about your money. You know, everybody's out here talking about, oh, I'm going to get the bag. I'm going to get the bag. I'm getting the bag. I'm getting the Well, here's the thing. If you grabbing bags and holding them upside down and they open, just dropping money everywhere, somebody going to go to church and they said, we passed the collection plate. They weren't ready for that one. If you're going to get the bag and hold that situation upside down, just running around, dropping money everywhere, you're not intentional about your money. And that's a crime. That, that is a defense to your existence. You need to fix that. You know, so again, 
Don't pay any unnecessary tax penalties. Use the information on the bottom of the screen. Get that extension filed. Reach out to us. Let's do, and you know, and there's another part. Stop being reactionary to this because, and and, and somebody, if y'all, if y'all are witness, you know, throw a thumbs up to me. There's this thing called tax planning. Ooh, a lot of y'all won't do tax planning because there's a cost associated with that. Some of y'all don't want to pay for tax preparation, let alone tax planning, but wealthy people do tax planning. Let me put this in perspective. They don't do tax planning because they're wealthy so they can afford to pay for tax planning. They do tax planning because they want to become in or maintain their wealth. And it's a couple of things in this thing you have to have in order to become wealthy. Understand this. I see, you know, probably um, it's hard for me to throw a rock log on, whatever the case may be, and not hit a credit repair specialist. And no knock on credit repair specialists, uh, especially for those that are really intense about the thing. I got my man G. Cole on here. Y'all hit him up if y'all need to get your credits uh, straight. You know, but the thing is, is that when you want to get to that next level, two things you have to understand, the credit game and the tax game. Some of y'all are out here repairing credit so you could go out and stun on somebody. You want to buy a new house. You want to buy a new car or whatever. And if your work ethic dictates that, by all means, baby, hey, live your life. You know, do you. You know, you earn to get it, do it. But the flip side of that, when I say understand the credit game, I'm talking about leverage. The word for today, boys and girls, is leverage. If you got credit to take on debt and buy designer stuff and take trips, you hustling backwards, baby. You hustling backwards. Your credit should be designed to create income. Hey, if you can't say amen, say ouch. It is what it is, you know. Then you the next step is to protect that. A lot of you, man, I see some of y'all. Y'all, y'all have some amazing work ethic. Y'all out here grinding. Y'all getting it. But you're not protecting it. And today or tomorrow, you get sick, whatever the case may be, you know, for lack of a better word. Oh, this is the five minutes of fire segment. I can say this. You asked out. <laughs> you asked out everything you'd work for and went backwards, you know, because you were basically... And for my business owners, that's not even paycheck to paycheck. You're invoice to invoice, you know, because you didn't put that thing in place. What if I told you there was such things as business interruption insurance? People that had this when COVID hit, oh, it was a little different for them. They had a little bit more wiggle room while they figured out these idle loans and this PPP, et cetera. Oh, wait, did we say PPP? Let's go get into PPP. Let me tell y'all something. <clears throat> I represent taxpayers before the IRS. This is a legal service that I do. I get I, Uncle Sam off of your back. What I do not do, though, is I do not represent criminals. I am not an attorney. If you committed pre-PP fraud, you can call a lot of people. I'm not one of them. Let's just put that out there. I'll say that again. If you committed PPP fraud, don't call me. You know, 
And while we're on PPP, I hope that it taught y'all the valuable lesson of having a tax accountant or bookkeeper or somebody on your team if you are a business owner. Because last year, like when we first started, I was like, I'm going to do the service or whatever to help people, you know, do the PPP stuff. Man, the number of calls I had and the amount of tomfoolery that y'all were calling me with, I quickly cut that off. Like, hey, yeah, no, we're not doing that. I connected with a CDFI that could uh, help you guys provide funds or whatever. Shout out to truefund.org. All of my clients got funded or whatever. But at the same time, I didn't send them anybody that didn't have it together. Shout out to my man, Garrett Cope. Man, I don't know how you did it. You were doing more uh, PPP loans than Bank of America or whatever. And I just couldn't deal with your cousins on this situation with not having their books together because I have been telling you guys for years. And don't take my word. As my man Dave Anderson said, I got receipts. <laughs> you go back and look at my posts way back in 2016 when I was employing you guys. Hey, get your books together. Have a profit and loss. So, because how you call yourself a business owner when you don't have any information? You got a product or a service that you sell. You don't know where the business is coming from. You don't have any consistent type of billings. You don't know what your cost of goods are. You are not making data driven decisions. Chapter in the book, trademark, back the hell up. But you are not making data driven decisions. You're just out here winging it, hoping to get a sale and wondering why your business is not succeeding. Y'all call me up, y'all hear me. Hey, George, I need money. I need some funding. Who you got? Well, what you got? <laughs> you know, like, are you in position for funding? Speaking of which, tune in May 28th. Oh, we have a hell of a show for you. We have the uh, United States Black Chamber of Commerce representatives on. We have Sharita Humphreys, uh, a couple other people, my man, uh, my attorney, uh, Aaron Cartwright, we're going to be talking about positioning yourself to work with government contracts, uh, you know, and while they're giving you the game, I'm going to be mentally abusing you guys about why you haven't done what you needed to do yet while we're inserting this. I'm going to give you something before I, you know, put it on you. But <laughs> but again, a couple hours left uh, this evening. I'm up late. Me and my team are in the office. Go ahead and uh, hit the website or hit the number 866-235-4838. Do not pay unnecessary penalties such as failure to file. Get that extension filed. And I will see you guys on tomorrow. This has been Boss Talk Radio. Hope you guys enjoy. See you soon. Boss. Mm -hmm. Boss.